Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 380. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's gray, um, not too cold, dramatically different (laughs) from last week and the week before. I think we hit 50 something degrees on Friday, on Wednesday. And I think tomorrow we're going into the sixties. If I've been keeping up with the weather, right? It's so different from all that snow that we've had the last couple of weeks. And so I arrive in a whole different feeling than last week where I was feeling squeezed and frustrated and wanting some time on the couch. Now I feel like there's there's been some space for me to slow down the pace a little bit, get some of my to-dos checked off, and tomorrow is my couch day. <laughs> I put it on the calendar last week. After I made the podcast, I went to the calendar on our wall. We have a big easel-sized piece of paper. I started doing this a couple of years ago. My daughter guided me into it, and it's so helpful. So I put this big piece of white paper on our laundry room door right by our kitchen, and I write on it you know, mostly what everyone's doing and where they're going to be, and it helps me just visually look at the week ahead, the month ahead. And so I went to tomorrow, last week, and I wrote really big couch day with big lines of color (laughs) all around it. (laughs) And it's so funny how this week I've had to really hold the edge of it and remind my husband mostly (laughs) that tomorrow I'm not moving. I'm just going to be in the house and I'm going to order pizza for us and I'm not running anywhere. I'm just going to catch up on all the things that I was complaining about last week that I haven't been able to catch up on. (laughs) We'll see. It might become an addictive thing, but I don't think so. I'm usually pretty active. I think once I have this day of rest, I'll, I'll be ready to go again. So yeah, look how quickly I manifested that. One week later, not so bad, not so bad. But this week really helped. I have been moving pretty quickly through all of my sessions and gym calls and marketing and preparation and all of the activity that needed to be completed before I could actually relax into tomorrow. I don't know, do you do this? When I get ready to go away for a weekend or on a vacation or any kind of trip, I feel like everything has to be done before I leave. Everything. All the projects I've had on my to-do list need to get wrapped up so that I can really go relax. And so I make myself crazy that week before trying to get it all finished and checked up. And then I relax for however long I'm gone, a couple days, a week. Sounds like I go on vacation all the time. I really don't. But when I have these little breaks, these little getaways, I come back and then I feel like, well, now I have to make up for the time that I had off. 
<laughs> I talked to my hairdresser about this. He said, I love vacations, but they make me crazy because it's so intense before I leave trying to get everybody in. And it's so crazy when I get back trying to catch up. He's like, it's hard to actually relax into that week in between, which I think many of us have matches to that. I was going to call the title of today's podcast, Work Hard, Play Hard, which is my friend Sarah's motto. Like she works her butt off and also she plays, <laughs> she plays really well. And so that feeling of doing both, you know, being really focused on, on producing whatever your life's purpose is or your gift is to the world and being selfish about when you need to slow down, pull the brakes, you know, and really, I keep saying, you know, and really just be still for a while. But then I decided that's not the title. The title is going to be something different. So here is how we arrived today. <laughs> um, happier, not as cranky, feeling accomplished in what I got done this week, feeling like I created some boundaries for some space so that I could really focus on what needed to get done. Um, how else am I feeling? Yeah, sometimes after a lot of activity, I don't know if you experience this too, but it's not that we get ungrounded. It's like the movement, the momentum forward is so fast that for me, I kind of uh, don't check in as closely with my body to see what I'm feeling. I just assume everything is good and I just sort of push through to get to what my goal is, which is a chill day tomorrow. <laughs> but in this moment, if I were to really feel what's happening in my body, I feel joy percolating, like little champagne fizzy bubbles. Sort maybe because of the couch day, but it, no, it feels much bigger than that. I feel this is interesting. I wasn't aware we were going to talk about this shift. It feels to me, and maybe this is my own astrological blueprint that's being activated in this new way, but I don't really think so. I think it's also connected to the full moon in Virgo tomorrow followed by a new moon in Pisces. There's a lot of beautiful energy in the next couple of weeks. What I sense is there's something really exciting about to happen. And as that exciting thing is starting to happen, there's a bubbling up inside of me that knows it's about to happen. And as that bubbling up is rising inside of it's, it's at my root. It's like root chakra, second chakra, third chakra. It's very grounded, like this bubbling up of joy and happiness and excitement. As it's rising in me, it can feel like there's a, a whirl or swirl that happens that can lift you off the ground, lift me off the ground. You know, like a whirlwind would pick you up and carry you somewhere else. But because this is so grounded it feels much more like a manifestation vortex. Is that making sense? It doesn't feel like it's going to carry me away. It feels like I'm being opened up to receive something really profound and beautiful. And it's, it's anchored into this moment and this reality. It's anchored here. 
Yeah. Yeah, so my body feels really happy. I feel rested. I've been sleeping pretty well. I haven't pushed myself with the gym this week, even though it would have been easy to do that. I feel like I've created space tomorrow so I can really be present with what I'm feeling and take my mind off of all the activities I've been focused on and just zone out, <laughs> laugh, play, be silly, not think about all the serious things that I think about most days. Yeah, it, it feels like I've created um, a little mini retreat <laughs> for me, with me. <laughs> I mean, my husband's going to be here too tomorrow, but it just feels... It feels really happy and easy, and and so I'm sharing that vibration with you uh, to say this is a possibility for you also. And if you're feeling that percolating, bubbling inside, pause and be with it like I am right now to feel what's arriving. So here's what's arriving for me. I'll, I'll name this. And the best words I have for it right now, which I really don't have, I don't have a clear sense of how it's going to play out. I, I just feel like I'm arriving at the doorway of an adventure and I don't know where the adventure is going. <laughs> I just know I'm really excited to be at the door. <laughs> I decided, I guess a couple months ago, time, what is time anymore? I think it was a couple months ago I decided that I was ready to meet the interest I was receiving from many of the men, the male clients, the men around me and my friends and my extended family, there was this sort of call to have conversations, to open up more dialogues, to talk about these soul spiritual things that perhaps aren't as commonly discussed in male circles. And the friendships that these men have weren't allowing a space for them to have these kinds of chats and they're super curious they really want to know more and and they follow you know the male guys like Wayne Dyer or Joe Dispenza or um, I'm blanking now but there's a lot of other leaders and teachers that Aubrey Marcus you know there are all these beautiful men that are sharing conversations and they're out of reach they're not directly accessible and so these men around me are going what do I do <laughs> where do I go to talk about all these things and I sat with it for a while because I feel like I've had this gym space open for two years like it's right there <laughs> step in why don't you join the gym and then you'll have this community where you can talk about it and yet the gym has stayed all female and it's been so interesting for me to try to understand what is up with that. I'm being very clear about the, the dynamics being open for male and female, masculine, feminine energies to play. Why isn't it manifesting in that form I thought it could? And then, I don't know how these ideas happen. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to create a men's only group. I'm going to create a space that's just for the, the guys to talk with the guys. And I will do what I do, which is facilitate, hold the space, create the container, 
put my big energetic arms of love around the conversation and then let's see what happens. And so I've been tuning into that, creating the space, the energy container, the logistical structure for it, sending invitations, sending out an email, opening up the flow of energy for those gentlemen to arrive and they're starting to arrive and they're so cool. (laughs) They're so cool and they're so, their energy just feels so beautiful and also I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea what we're, what we're going to do together and how it's, how the dialogues will go and I'm completely okay with that. And it feels so good. It, it feels like we begin on Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And I'm only allowing space for 8 for this first group. We're at about 4 right now, perhaps 5. And, and maybe we'll be at 8 by Sunday. I don't know. It really, it's not about is it full or not. It's about who is it that's choosing to arrive. So... Anyway, we start Sunday at 8, and it'll be every week. We'll have a video chat and just share what's going on in our lives, in the world around us, in our minds, what our souls are calling us towards, You know how we can support and encourage each other as we step more into our gifts and our genius. The energy gem in the shift that I've been making over the last month has clearly become focused on a leadership space, a leadership space for the new earth, for this way I feel of souls being more present in the human body, living in this human realm more and more fully. Let me explain that because that didn't, maybe that doesn't translate right away. I feel like when when we come into the body as a child, when the soul enters the baby body and then we grow up and we become toddlers and young children, our soul is in, in. We're saying what we're feeling. We're expressing what's moving through us. We're talking about other realms and dimensions and angels and fairies and magic and <laughs> lights and colors. We're, we're just this beautiful flow of the infinite universe here in this tiny little human body chatter 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 and it's such magic to be around children because we can feel that pure consciousness in them they haven't they haven't yet stopped that connection with everything the the consciousness of all (laughs) they just are in it and it's so magical and they play and they they just celebrate being here in a human body And at some point, probably around when we get ready to go to school, (laughs) at some point, we, as a human race in general, start to turn down that dial, start to turn off the magic, close the lens, stop hearing the voices, stop seeing the colors, get really focused on what it is we're supposed to do and learn and be (laughs) and follow the rules and we we just dim our light in order to to navigate this human journey which is really rich and beautiful and complex and really difficult at times so why was i sharing all of that <laughs> i totally lost my train of thought as i started thinking about how hard it is to be a human <laughs> 
um, in relationship to the gym. Oh, so when I, <laughs> when I started the gym, it was with the intention of helping individuals to start to align the mind with the body, with the soul, and bring those three into this really easy alignment, this easy way of dancing with each other. And as the body is supported and stronger and resourced, and the mind learns to focus and partner with the body instead of ignoring the body or fighting the body, then there's more room for the soul to start to flow through the conversation and go, oh, let's relax the body. Let's relax the mind. Let's actually remember what it's like in the universe and bring more of that here into this human experience. Let's open up the chakras. Let's open up the access, the energy field that has us connected to source or to God. Let's bring more of that infinite aspect of ourselves here into this little human body that's trying to navigate life. And maybe as that happens, our choices start to change. Maybe we start to trust the signs and the synchronicities and the guidance from our own gut, from our own heart space. We open up the third eye and we start to see other things and remember other places and and instantly connect with souls who we know when they show up at the grocery store or <laughs> in our office or at our children's school. Suddenly we're, we're reconnecting eye to eye, soul to soul with these, these beings that we recognize. And our conversations change, our choices of activities change, our relationships change. <laughs> Our life just becomes more magical. And, and that to me is this idea of embodiment, of, of being more present, the soul in the human journey. There's more of our infinite consciousness here, paying attention, allowing, allowing the journey to be rich and dynamic and powerful here on earth. And so as that happens, you know, we have so many names for this awakening, remembering. I was talking to someone yesterday, Kundalini awakening. <laughs> like, there's all these different names that basically to me describe your consciousness, the dimensions that you're able to access in the human body expanding. You have more access to who you've always been and who you will be when you stop being in a human body. You, this infinite version of you becomes more true and more real and more present. And, and I call that infinite embodiment, optimal health. I mean, <laughs> whatever names you want to give it, it's the same feeling, which is I'm right here. And my attention, my awareness is alert and focused in this moment and I'm fully present with you. And when we get together in spaces, virtually or physically, when we get together in spaces and that's the intention of what's happening, that's the shift that's happening inside of the people you're looking at on a computer screen in one of my community spaces or in a circle when we're together in person at events I host, when we are looking at each other with this 
knowing that more of the soul is in the human body and we're going to have a dialogue from that place. (sighs) It's so good. It's so good. And you have no idea what's going to come out of your mouth, what's going to come out of someone else's mouth, which direction the conversation is going to go. Like you have no idea. And, and that's, Oh God, like that's such a beautiful way to live because you don't get bored, you don't get frustrated, you don't get tired, you don't get, you know, angry. I mean, maybe you get a little angry if someone says something that pushes your button, but you're, you're alive, you're awake, you're alert, you're engaged. Your soul is so wise and compassionate and powerful and pure love. Your soul is love. And when you allow more of that, into your human body and your human days, everything starts to shift and, and life becomes rich. It becomes dynamic and engaging and you don't want to miss a minute. <laughs> you, just, you just want to be in the joy of the journey of your own life because it's so much better than what you thought it was, what you thought it could be. So saying all of that, I also will name, it's really scary when you're right at the doorway of that and you can feel like something's about to change. I don't know what is about to change, but something is. Uh, I've been at that doorway so many times, specifically over probably the last nine or ten years, which is really when my own awakening began. I went through my divorce and and recovery from that and met Brad and man <laughs> my whole life just went <laughs> upside down explosion rebuilding relanding <laughs> and it has been the most incredible journey of my life the most incredible i maybe can I say this? I don't know. Like it's been the most incredible lifetime I've experienced. And I don't know if I actually know that, but it feels true when I say it. It feels like this lifetime has been the best by a million, <laughs> like so much. And it's just halfway. I'm only at 50. <laughs> I could do this for another 50 years. Who knows what good stuff is arriving next? Oh. <laughs> uh. And let me say it again, when, when we can feel that we're right at the edge of that and the, the beauty of the manifestation is right here, uh, it can feel like, do I want to run and hide? Here's an example. Here's the perfect example. So today I went to the gym first time all week and I decided because my shoulder's been a little sore as I get ready for all of this work I'm going to be, not work, play I'm going to be stepping into in the gym as we expand. I'm like, I don't really want to go lift weights. I'm going to just go get on the treadmill. I'm not even going to push myself to run. I'm just going to walk and watch some videos or something and I'll do it for 45 minutes. Well, then I was late getting there because I didn't really want to do it. (laughs) I get on the treadmill like 40 minutes. Like, that's just enough time. I can watch two Santero videos, which I haven't really been indulging in because I've been working a lot. So push the first one. 
and I've just been going through the Taurus playlist from way back. So it's just random as they show up. So I play this one and she pulls all these beautiful cards and she's talking about uh, this person who just entered my life and how they're seeing who I am and they're going to help me go to my next level. And I'm feeling the truth of that. So excited. Get done with the 20-minute video. I'm like, huh. I don't know if I need another one. Maybe I'll just listen to music, but it's kind of boring to be on a treadmill and not have like a video that you're watching. And I still had 20 more minutes. So I'm like, well, I'll just watch the next one. So I start watching it. And as it turns on, she said, the title of it, if you want to watch it, is called Bored. I'm not bored and lonely anymore. But I didn't see that part. All I saw was bored and lonely. So, because I didn't have my glasses and I was on the treadmill. <laughs> bored and lonely stood out anymore. Not, didn't stand out. <laughs> So I started playing that video, and she pulls this card. She's like, you're kind of bored. It's like the same old, same old. You know, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, this is totally not resonating with me. I don't think I need to watch this. I think I should leave this video and go and do something else. Like, why am I watching this video about being bored and lonely? But I I started it. Maybe I should just keep playing it. So I'll just keep playing, but I don't know if it resonates. <laughs> the next card she pulls, she's like, and everything's about to change. <laughs> everything's about to shift. You're about to have this huge ship come in. It's all the things you've ever wanted that you've always dreamed about. And I was like, ah, <laughs> what? What is she saying? I, ah. And then I'm like, maybe I should turn this off. Maybe I'm not ready for the ship to come in. I should stop the video. <laughs> and so having all of this movement and energy and feeling, and I'm on a treadmill at Planet Fitness at 7 a.m., <laughs> <laughs> this is like life when your soul is so embodied <laughs> you look like you're just walking on a treadmill watching your phone and there's just this massive awareness that's like blowing your mind open <laughs> uh, what's funny is I think I'm so unusual that I'm the one having that experience and probably everybody in this gym <laughs> Everyone in the gym is having their own mind-blowing moments. <laughs> uh, and I think I'm so special and unique. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, isn't it? <laughs> we build ourselves into these, like, amazing beings, <laughs> which we are, but so is everybody else. <laughs> Everyone else is, too. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> anyway. Still trying to decide, do I keep watching the video? Do I turn it off? Are, are we going to be bored and lonely or is the ship coming in? I'm not quite sure what's going to happen here. <laughs> and so I kept watching because I love San and I feel like she has such wisdom and pure consciousness that she's channeling all the time. And there's a reason that I'm sitting here, well, walking here, watching this video. So I watched the whole video and it was incredible. It was pretty much saying everything you've been dreaming about is about to manifest and and also it's going to feel like a lot for you as it comes in and and so be aware of that and as it's coming in you know just knowing that you might be overwhelmed by it will allow you to move through that transition more gracefully and so i right i'm receiving this beautiful reading as I'm on the treadmill sweating thinking about how I need to go home and make a podcast and do the gym call and really is what she's saying really even true <laughs> which I know it is but also like really <sighs> yeah you can feel what was happening in my body it was it was a really intense experience to 
hear her say all of that to me. And it was such a good reminder for me of what it feels like for others as they step into the containers I hold that are as pure as what I believe San is holding in the work she's doing, in the way I do it. It's just as pure. And when you're right at the edge of stepping into that group, that conversation, that awakening, that next level of who you're here to express as, it can be like a jolt to your nervous system. It can feel like you want to run the other way and hide and turn it off, (laughs) right? Turn it off. So here I am sitting in this moment, articulating this experience, sharing this uh, moment that I went through as a as a reminder to myself, to anyone who's been in this sort of experience before, that we're all always learning. We're all always expanding. And when we get to one place where we feel like, yeah, we're done, no. (laughs) Consciousness is always becoming more. And so there's going to be this next thing, awareness, course, group, body experience, soul awakening, there's going to be more that will always come into your your daily activities or your, that's not the right word, into your journey. And that sort of takes the pressure off, I think. It's like, yeah, we're at this doorway right now and I'm going to take a day to rest tomorrow and get ready for the space I'll be holding and opening on Sunday. And that door will open and something will happen when we're all in that conversation together and it will show us what the next conversation might look like and we'll come back together, the guys and I, a week later and have another conversation and see where that takes us. And in between, I will be learning. I will be expanding. They will be learning. We'll all be doing it together. And then that space will ripple energy into the other two classes in the gym. And what happens in those conversations will ripple energy into the men's group next Sunday. And it just will continue to flow and co-create in this incredible, beautiful, magical way. So I took to heart what Sam said, you know, as you expand, be aware that it might feel too much or overwhelming and what do you do for that? And so I sent a message to my friend Andrea. She and I host Quietly Listening on Wednesday nights and I sent her a message. I'm like, okay, here's the thing. (laughs) When my ships come in, whatever ships these are that are coming in, when that happens, I'm going to have a session with you every single time there's a big shift. And that way, you can help me guide the energy and keep opening up my receiving and keep opening up the flow so that more can come in. You can help me settle my nervous system so that my nervous system isn't overwhelmed, so I can absorb whatever the shift is. Like, right, we're going to do this together. (laughs) And if I forget, you got to tell me. And if I seem to be getting stressed, you got to pull me back off the the ledge, (laughs) the edge ledge. (laughs) And it was so good because she's like, of course, I got you. Yeah, 
let's do this, right? It's time to expand. And it's going to create expansion in her. So here's the overall title, image, words, vibration, summarized. (laughs) This is the title that my beautiful guides dropped right into my head in my bath. They're like, and today you're going to talk about energy, stimulus energy. Energy stimulus? Stimulus energy. It's really the same word. It's an oxymoron. So it's the same thing. (laughs) It doesn't matter which word goes first. (laughs) But they presented as stimulus energy. And I was like, oh, yeah, stimulus energy. But what am I going to say about that? (laughs) I could talk about stimulus checks, but I don't really know that much about that either because I'm really not into politics and government and finances. And that's really a whole other world that I don't know how to properly um, honor the process of what that is. So stimulus energy. Everything I've been describing in this episode is an example of how that works. So when we have a contraction, when we have fear, and we'll use stimulus checks as an example, when there's a big squeeze on the economy like we have had with quarantine and COVID and businesses going bankrupt and so many businesses not being able to stay open and just such an impact economically. There's a fear that arises, and this is what politicians and finance experts have studied, right? There's a fear that arises, maybe this originates from the Great Depression, that there won't be enough, and so we need to hoard what we have. We need to hold on to what we've got. We need to take the money and keep it safe. And so consumers stop spending and they hold on to what they've got. And that squeezes the economy even further because there's no money moving around. Everyone's just holding on to their money. So I believe this is why finance experts have decided a stimulus process where money is sent from those who've been paying taxes from the government to those who've been paying taxes to kind of boost some uh, security and stability and and help ease people's minds so they go out and spend more money and then that money going out into stores and businesses and restaurants and services activates a, an opening in that squeeze and so people start spending and the economy gets healthier and everyone's moods get better and, and the world seems to be okay again. Well, we're about at our third round of stimulus checks here in the United States and I don't know. <laughs> Is it working? I think the finance experts really are studying that. I hope they're studying that. I, I don't know, so I'm not going to imp- offer my opinion on is it helping the economy or not it's the correlation to energy that I want to offer so a stimulus is some action or activity that is sent out with the intent to create a reaction to cause something to happen to boost some sort of shift and if we feel into that as an energy So if we wanted to stimulate the energy of someone else, how would we do that, right? You might send them a text or give them a call or in your meditation, send them some love or go visit them. You you do something energetically 
to show the connection and to show the the movement the the bond between the two of you <laughs> i'm like this is like really wordy <laughs> it's really wordy i think it was easier when i was talking about the gym <laughs> i feel like when we were in quarantine last year everyone had an opportunity the majority of the world had an opportunity to harness their energy to be still to feel their own energy in their own space because we only had so many people we were seeing and being around and then when we were being around people and we had masks on you couldn't really engage energetically in the ways that we were used to nobody was really hugging or touching or even being within six feet of each other and so we had a a time where we could really harness our own energy. And then I believe fear locked us into that. The fear became greater than the lessons we were experiencing about feeling our own energy space. And then the fear started to isolate and the fear caused this contraction energetically that is still happening. Everyone, not everyone, many are very afraid of the virus, of the germs, of the resulting consequence of getting ill and, and the stories and the numbers that validate that, yes, a lot of people have been killed or have died or have had very horrible experiences because of this virus. And so there's a justifiable fear, just like perhaps with the Great Depression, a justifiable fear that it could happen again, it could happen to me, and so I need to be safe, I need to protect myself, I need to take care of my own, I need to hold on to what I've got, which is my health, my sanity, my space, my home, whatever is coming up for each person. And, and I, I honor that that is so real. And I also have this feeling that that fear could keep everybody, just like with the stimulus check, the government wants to boost consumer confidence and get consumer spending again. And so they send these checks to say, go spend some money. We have enough money. Everyone has enough money. We're going to be okay. Go spend some money. Do it on something maybe you don't even think you should be doing it on. Just get yourself spending again. And, and that money will go support a business or a contractor or a you know, a, a service provider. And so it'll get people's uh, finances shored up a little bit. Spend the money. Don't hold on to it. I feel like where we are right now, energetically, is sort of at that same moment of like being at the doorway and choosing. Do, are we ready to boost each other's energy again? Are, are we ready to say to each other, it's okay, we're still connected. It's okay, you can, you can be in this human journey and trust it again. It's not, you can trust like love as an energy, love as a vibration. And, and let's start to move some of that fear out. Let's loosen that squeeze, that contraction and, and start to breathe again. Start to play a little bit more. Start to laugh again. Start to communicate and be in conversations that perhaps we've isolated ourselves from. Like, can we, can we co-create a shift? It, it may never be normal again, but can we start to open up the spaces more energetically? 
And that's, that's what I feel with the gym. You know, I'm honoring what COVID is requiring still, which is a lot of fear of being physically together. And so we have these virtual gatherings, but the energy is just as powerful. The love, the, the stimulus energy I'm sending and, and allowing all of us to tap into is so beautiful. It's so good that it creates consumer confidence. It creates uh, a feeling inside of all of those who participate that like, okay, it may not be normal yet, whatever that was or is, but there's some breathing room. There's some dialogue happening again. The fear is going to loosen and there's going to be more love. There's going to be more connection. I don't have to be in this isolated bubble by myself or with just one or two other people. Like, I can create kinship, friendship, uh, family energetically. It's possible. The, The stimulus energy starts to cause a reaction where we open up our hearts again and the fear isn't as debilitating as powerful and we start to remember like i described when we were little children like oh that's right (laughs) how did i forget i am pure consciousness i am an infinite soul oh that's right (laughs) i'm a soul in a human body and the soul is the bigger aspect this human that's living on this human realm is is just the vehicle right now and when my soul taps into universal consciousness when my soul is able to say some things i i'm going to be able to tap into why i'm actually here again i'm going to remember how i chose as a soul to share love and it's going to start to ease that fear it's going to start to heal the places where fear created illness or created blocks inside of me and that energy is going that fear energy is going to start moving (laughs) and as it moves I'm going to feel better and I'm going to want to do more things and I'm going to want to connect with more people and so I'm going to be spending my energy in ways that feel really good to me and that's going to ripple into my relationships and it's going to ripple into the people I see when I drive my car or go into the store (laughs) it's it's going to be a it's going to shift everything because I feel better and as I feel better my reality around me changes to match that and as I change my reality I'm co-creating with others and their reality starts to change you can feel the possibilities so that's stimulus energy to me it's not connected to dollars and money but it's the same um, expression I feel less afraid and so I share this different feeling this higher vibration with those around me and I'm spending my energy in a new way that doesn't deplete me doesn't create resentment I'm filled up with myself and I feel so good (laughs) and I got lots more of me to share and those around me chose to be in relationship with me so they want to know what I'm sharing they want to understand what I'm sharing and everything loosens and and becomes more pleasurable yeah isn't that amazing like to feel 
stimulus energy and the way that my guides are sharing it with you. It's like everyone can breathe more easily. And, and when our souls are the main voice in the dialogue, not the mind that has a lot of rules and, and stories that in the past have been very true, and evidence from other places that would validate the fear. When the mind can, can be calm and quiet enough that the soul can speak, the soul starts to articulate visions and ideas and creations, collaborations, um, partnerships, the soul starts to say, ah, you remember when you were little and you used to draw or you used to write or you used to talk to trees or you used to see fairies or <laughs> you know, there's so many, there's so many magical, beautiful things. Oh, I was taking a walk with um, Evelyn yesterday. It was so sweet. We were just talking to trees <laughs> with our mom. It was like, oh, my heart. <laughs> it was so peaceful. It was so true. I didn't understand her words, but I could feel I could feel the connection and the love and my heart was just melting. It was so sweet. When we allow our soul to share feelings, vibrations, and the mind can just allow that flow to happen and the body is just resting in the beauty of it. <sighs> right. Magical things will happen. Beautiful solutions will come for our world. And they will come from this place of love, not from a place of fear, not from a place of lack, but from a place of immense galactic universal love that unifies us and that's that's what I'm holding space for in our energy gym that tapping into new conversations new dialogue and it coming straight from the soul so we begin where we begin and we gather and we heal and we talk and we share and we have conversations like this one I'm having here with you and you have your thoughts that come up and you bring your reflections and ideas into the conversations in your life and it all starts to ping off of each other and change. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> That is what we're doing. <laughs> and in the meantime, I'm going to keep going for walks where we talk to the trees. Because <laughs> it just makes me happy. <laughs> uh, all right, tomorrow is a full moon in Virgo. There's just such beautiful, powerful energy flowing into our planet. So I encourage you to look at the moon tomorrow. Remember I sang that song or read the lyrics to the moon? There's such beautiful music, like sing to the moon, talk to the moon tomorrow and know that there are 7 billion others of us who could choose to do the same thing at the same 
Well, not at the same time, because perhaps we all see the moon at different times in our time zones. But <laughs> within the same 24 hours, we will all have the opportunity to tune into the moon. And perhaps we, we say thank you for this incredible human journey. All right. I'm about to go into our all-female gym in a few minutes. And then on Sunday at 8 o'clock, we begin our all-male gym. If there's any interest or resonance as you listen to this, I encourage you, go to my website. It's mysouljourney.com under community. I think it's offerings. Community, Viv's Energy Gym is listed in that space. And there's a whole beautiful video and information about how it works. And you can step in. If we full fill, <laughs> if we fill with eight for Sunday, I'll start a waiting list and then we'll just see what's, what's right and what's good um, as next steps. Yeah, good stuff. And if you are ready for some meditation, some energy healing time on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., we gather live on the phone and I guide us through this connecting to source and moving energy and tapping into the possibilities for next week so you can join us there if you would like that is on my homepage, mysouljourney.com right at the main part it says join us for sunday meditation all right my loves have a beautiful beautiful weekend i'll see you back here next week Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.